Hey, Honeymooners, you can find ad-free episodes, Moshe's DJ sets, merch discounts, and so much more on our Patreon. Check it out at patreon.com slash endlesshoneymoon or click the link in the description of this episode. Welcome to the Endless Honeymoon podcast. It's beginning to look a lot like quarantine. <laughs> we're probably, st- st- we're still locked down. Um, and uh, sp- well, speaking of beginning to look a lot like Christmas, I have to tell you, there has never been a topic that has set our listeners <laughs> ablaze like our discussion of the Hanukkah bush Christmas tree. A lot of mail. A lot of mail, a lot of feedback <laughs> from the listeners, a lot of feedback. I mean, a lot of feedback. Okay, can I read the first one? Well, before we get into it, I was reading some, well, maybe it'll, maybe, maybe it'll come up during this. Maybe some of my, my, my objections that I got to some of the feedback, I, you know, these, I, I read a lot of things, there was some good advice and a, a lot of um, just uh, not good advice. So, okay, let's just, we'll read some and, and, I'll, and hopefully my pet peeves will come up okay well maybe they will in this first sentence hey guys most you're a real dick about the hanukkah bush <laughs> just because natasha went jew for you hold on doesn't a second. mean you wait, should I'm be looking. shamed out of hold joyful tradition hold on you're not reading this right you got to give the intonation of the uh the colorful colloquialisms of this person it's an apostrophe bout use a real dick bout the hanukkah bush <laughs> i missed that how you how dare you not <laughs> Give over the, the the tenor and the tone of who this person is. If they do it, if they say it with good syntax. I heard it as better syntax because I wanted it to be real. Right. You might sympathize with the person. But when it's somebody that's like attempting to be like wacky, use a real dick about the Hanukkah bush. Okay. Next sentence, Tosh. Just because Tosh went Jew for you doesn't mean she should be shamed out of joyful traditions. Oh, you want me to keep going? Yeah. I mean, this person's got a lot to say. Even if you proclaim... Well, I don't know if I trust them now because of the use a real... About. I know. I know. <laughs> so that's now why I don't I, know if I want to read That's all why this. I had you read it. Even if you proclaimed your hatred of Christmas trees from the get-go... Okay. We can stop right there. Okay. I never said I hated Christmas trees. When did I fucking say I hated Christmas trees? Christmas trees are delightful. Who doesn't like a pine tree ripped from the earth, covered with dough and uh, and fragile glass bulbs, and, uh, with lights shimmering from it and tinsel? I mean, obviously they're nice. Okay, you know what? I just read it when you were on yeah. your rant, and I do like it, so you can read it. <laughs> but hold on a sec. I don't dislike Christmas trees, and I don't dislike Christmas. I like Christmas. Who doesn't fucking like Christmas? It's so nice. It's superior to Hanukkah. That is the problem. I don't want to celebrate Christmas. I don't. I'm. No one is suggesting you should or shouldn't. What I'm saying is I don't want a Christmas tree in my house. Do you want a lemon tree with decorations on it? I really want a lemon tree with <laughs> decorations on it. That's what I've been trying to say this whole time. I really do. Okay, let's keep reading. Okay. Even if you proclaimed your hatred of Christmas trees from the get-go, based on your own experience of having a shittier winter holiday than those that owned them, she probably just went along not thinking of the joy she felt viewing the twinkling lights 
and crafted <laughs> ornaments and how she might want to share that with her child someday. Is this the plot to a Tim Allen movie? <laughs> keep going. Do you want, to, you want me to keep going? Yeah. You can't take the Christ out of Christmas, but you can take the tree. The Christians adopted the pagan winter holiday as their own. Take it back. Celebrate winter solstice on the 21st. Celebrate nature and science. Have a solstice tree. It's about joy and festivity and beauty in the darkest days. Fuck Santa and Jesus. Okay. Okay. Let's, we'll stop there. Okay. How, how am I the dick here? Fuck Santa and Jesus? I, I, I don't. He's right. Or I don't she's di- right. What? Why? Jesus seems nice. Santa is a, fig, a, a cartoon figment of an imagination propagated by Hallmark. But... Okay, hold on. Hold, wait, wait, hold on. Let okay. me, I think this is one of these points I've been trying to make. Did, I'm sorry. You go ahead. Oh no, I was just gonna. I, I think I was just gonna finish it. Go ahead. Well, okay. The other thing, people keep telling me this as if I don't have the same like Jeopardy knowledge that you do about Christmas and the Christmas tree. Yeah, I know it was a pagan thing or whatever that it came from a different tradition and that the original Christian people were telling me this so much in the mention they're like, you know, it wasn't really or, originally the Christmas tree didn't look. Yeah, I know that. Right. It's a you know what that's a story about? It's a story about a a religion that was around and then Christmas came, swallowed the religion whole and took and took it over. This isn't. This is a, a, a an, an argument against having a Christmas tree. But what this person's saying, I think, is cool. Yes, is that they're saying take it back. Take what back? It's not mine to take. I'm neither a pagan. I'm sounding more <laughs> Jewish by the second. I'm neither a pagan nor a Christian. Okay, but I'm going to finish. But the argument this. that the argument that it was a pagan holiday and therefore you should do it anyway is it's absurd. It's like it's no because there's a reason why you're it's pagan. It's like maybe there's something in our chemistry that we want to like at the end of the year have a big celebration. So I why, have one. It's called Hanukkah. It's based on potatoes. Hanukkah sucks. Well, I didn't say Hanukkah sucks. It's not I, supposed to be a big celebration. It's that not, is true. It's not a. Did like, I say that on the last podcast? Yeah. We discussed that. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let me just finish reading this. So he says, "Fuck Santa and Jesus. It's not about them. It's about respect for your loved ones' experience." <laughs> Moshe, bless your heart. Don't be such oh, a. Dick. Hold on a second. I shouldn't be a dick. I should respect my loved one's experience but a sentence earlier you said fuck santa claus and jesus christ i'm the dick i would never say such a thing about someone else's lord so he says uh yeah don't be such a dick natasha hang in there or don't you can afford not to a little slam on how rich they think you are love always gaia goy that's a fake name. that's a that's a fake name okay can i say one thing though i really like this idea of like taking, I know you say taking it back, but like maybe there's something that like at the end of the year you do want to have this like, especially with a kid, like maybe there is a way to to have like a solstice part, like a um, some sort of ritual. Sure. With like your own thing. You, sure. Why don't we do it in February? What would that be? I don't know. Let's do it in February. All February, I'm... we're busy. The holidays, we have all this time off. What do you mean busy? We're in a quarantine. <laughs> well, I mean, Wait, like, usually. Th- that's what the I'm saying. The quarantine will be it, over okay. in a few years. All right, look. If I'm being really honest and sincere, and I, I, I don't know if I mentioned this last week, I have no problem with Christmas. I think Christmas is really beautiful. I think it's a really nice time. I like Christmas spirit. I don't love Christmas music. I think last Christmas, Natasha, what you and I were doing was we were at the Laugh Factory serving the people who, who uh, unhoused people Christmas dinner, right? Yeah. 
So I'm not a fucking Scrooge. I'm a Jew. And I don't want to celebrate a Christian holiday, even the rituals of that Christian holiday that are not based in the liturgical or, or religious parts of that holiday. For me, and I think maybe people don't really understand this who have not grown up um, in a, a religious minority in this country, what it's actually like to have the experience of someone else's religious tradition and all of the trappings that go with it, religious and non, being the defense the default normal and that your experience of the holiday being always something that's like, come on, that's fine, but also do this as well. Like I'm not, I like Christmas, but it's not for me. It just isn't for me. It's a beautiful thing. And I like that. I think it's fine that other people have desecularized it to such a degree that they don't feel any, uh, any discomfort with celebrating another religion's traditions, even though, I mean, the thing is people keep telling me about the paganism and the uh, Christianity, but I've got a degree in Western religion and I mean, that's what I got my, my bachelor's in, in Christianity and comparative Christianity and Judaism and Islam. So that's what I studied. I'm not unaware of this stuff. I've thought a lot about this stuff. And it's not like it's some huge anxiety for me, but it is something that's like, in some ways, important to me for the thing that I do around the winter holiday to be the thing that is my my the tradition of my forefathers. Now, I married somebody that converted, I, and I respect that you want to to you miss that. And I I think I said at the end of the last podcast, but I'll say it again: if it's important to you, I think you should do it. But I can't be enthusiastic about it. Okay, I think what I'm trying to say and what. Gaya Goy was also saying is what if it's like a little more enterprising? What if we celebrate Hanukkah and then on the 21st we come up with our own family tradition that's like a like the, that's like could have an aesthetic thing to it. You could like like I said decorate well, a pear tree or something. What aesthetic? The aesthetic keeps like a celebration the, the, the and keeps, lights you can look at at the night. The aesthetic and, keeps defaulting back to Christmas. But Christmas is on the 25th. You would celebrate this on the 21st on the winter solstice. <laughs> I will do whatever you want. Maybe you like take LSD or something. Now, now I'm interested. <laughs> oh, I'm just saying we can make our own traditions. Three, we shouldn't be bound to like traditions that all these dumb people empower. Then why do we make up a tradition that isn't connected to the major Christian holiday around that time? Why don't we do something that has literally no connection? Because we'll remember it better if we know it's like the solstice. <laughs> Next year, if we're like, okay, on the 8th, we're going to like go uh, go to a party. And then as soon as it gets dark, we're going to like light a fire and then I mean, sing some songs. Here's the other thing. I was singing. I was singing. Okay. I made this point to you the other night when we were talking about it privately. I was singing. Um, Remember Christ our Savior was born on Christmas Day in my public school as a little Jewish kid. Like I know more Christmas carols than Hanukkah songs by a factor of probably a thousand. Well, that's like, exactly why you hate them, though. You were made to sing them. I, I don't love Christmas carols. Well, Nobody it's does. I, it's not that I don't love Christmas carols. I just don't love the gavage of, awful. The, of them that we all experience around the holidays. I'm just saying, like, my for me, my holiday is enough. I feel no I dearth you. of experience. I feel no want for more magical tinsel. I mean, I had a dude, honestly... There's a there was a person that that wrote in 
that was like, um, how could you deprive your child of the joy of Santa Claus? <laughs> and I was like, he's like, childhood is is fleeting, and you took away their ability to have joy. And I was like, the world is filled with mostly children that don't believe in Santa Claus and never get Santa Claus. That's stupid. It is. It is stupid. Okay, but can I say something? What if we? You know how like Moshe and I usually have a Hanukkah party and we invite all of our friends and it's once a year, you know, and it's and then remember last year we came up with a playlist with all Jewish artists Mm -hmm. and I have it saved. And then there's so many Jewish artists in there that we just kind of as soon as Hanukkah comes, we just start playing it. And then you kind of don't even hear the same song for like eight days. So it's like adding to your traditions to enrich them. That's all I'm saying. So if it included like with my child a decoration I I think that like preparing the house for it would be like a really fun thing so I'm saying like adding to the to the tradition to make your own tradition I think would be really beneficial and I guess all I'm saying want a fucking Christmas tree exactly you can have you can do maybe put some kind of tree that is like not a Christmas tree I'm not telling you (laughs) I'm not telling you that you I'm telling you you can do whatever feels meaningful for you what I'm telling you for me and what I think a lot of people that wrote in don't understand and even some Jews that wrote in that are like, we do it. Who cares? What I, <laughs> that is the main that is the main response, which is weird. What I think people aren't understanding is that there's a there is a historical. I don't want to get too sincere because it's a comedy podcast, but there is a historical pattern and 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 story of of people. Jews living in Christian communities being told to to put their traditions either down altogether or to add to their traditions Christian elements of celebration for 2000 years that's been going on and um and sometimes it had really it was really nasty actually I'm not saying this is nasty obviously I'm I, and I, I can even hear people's eyes rolling right now it's like it's just a fucking Christmas tree but what I'm saying is for me the significance of well I just do this holiday the way of my of my tradition is is it something I've thought a lot about it's not this isn't a decision I've come to rashly or because I resent Christmas it's a it's a it's a decision that I've come to because not out of resentment for Christianity, but out of uh, out of desire to have what I do be enough, because it's just historically true that for a two thousand years, uh, Christian communities have come in and said, "Why don't you just be more like us? Just do more like us. Be more like us. It, uh, if you if you can't, you know, if you can't worship Jesus, then just at least like you know, don't be so weird and 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 eat the pork and you know and." It, but what you do is enough. But now it's like, what were you doing? Light it. What were you doing before you? Had, now you have a family. Now you have a kid. But you know, so add to what your is, tradition. But what is the implication? Now you have a family. So now actually give them a good experience like Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> okay, my connection. I love being Jewish. I'm so glad that I'm Jewish. I know you I'm do, Jewish. and I don't doubt that. I don't need you to feel any way. I'm just telling you how I feel. But and I'll tell you how I feel. My 
connection to Christmas goes back from my childhood because I was a child actor and I was in A Christmas Carol by Charles Dickens every year, but it was like also like a 60 day run each year. So it's like, I know the whole play. I kept playing different characters. It's like definitely a part of my fabric of my childhood. Like I first I started off as like street girl with no lines and I would just grunt but then I was like then I got to be Belinda Cratchit or you like, worked your way all the yeah, way up to the star yeah I worked my way all the way up to like to be like the ghost of Christmas past oh you were the ghost and, of Christmas and past and check it out when I find and I was like a sophomore in high school and it was like kind of like a semi-professional theater it was not professional but I was with some people who were getting paid from Actors Equity so there would be sometimes like a star from Chicago or like someone who's like down on their luck star kind of thing. So this guy came who was older playing Scrooge and he told the director he wouldn't act with me. <laughs> Why? <laughs> because I was just doing an impression of the actress the year before, Sandra Massey. She would be like, I am the ghost of Christmas past. And you and did so that? I just like did an impression. <laughs> and the actor from Chicago, like I saw him take the director aside and he was like, I, what is this shit? She's like, I was like 12. I didn't know That's what I was so doing. so rude. <laughs> I know. Wait, was he, who was he? He didn't even talk was to me. Was he Scrooge? He was Scrooge and he Hilarious. was Hilarious. Like, <laughs> that guy was full on method actor. What a piece of shit. He was like back in Rockford. You know, he was like a professional Chicago actor who was like back in Rockford because his parents were dying or something. I don't know. So anyway, the point is it was a definitely just the idea of like British people celebrating Christmas. Like it never felt Christian to me. It just always felt like festive. Mm-hmm. And like I love it parties. Is festive. And I love like, you know, I just love the festivity, the, you know, just I the like, event of that. I like Christmas. And here's what I'll propose. No Christmas tree, but we do a staged reading of a Christmas carol every year. <laughs> and you get to be Scrooge or whoever it is that you want. Oh, maybe I should be. Oh, my God. What? Why don't I remake that and I'll be Scrooge? That would be awesome. I know the whole play. You should 100% <laughs> do that. You should do it this year. All right. That's a good On idea. Zoom. Oh, that's great. I can be Scrooge. Yeah. Oh, wonderful. Are there no prisons? Are there no workhouses? How's that? It seems like you're doing an impression of that guy <laughs> that didn't want to act with you. Are there no prisons? <laughs> Are there no workhouses? Okay. Should we read a couple more of these letters or should we move on? I just loved when Tiny Tim got his turkey. God bless us, everyone, <laughs> huh? Except the Jews. You know that was in the original text, right? God bless us, everyone, except the Jews, because they don't have Christmas trees. Okay, let's read someone who agrees with you. Hi, I don't think I've ever yelled at a podcast as much as your discussion of a Hanukkah bush. Admittedly, I am a Jew who hates Christmas with almost all of my being. But this isn't what Nat- isn't this what Natasha signed up for when she converted? Let us Jews eat latkes and be sad that all we get to do is like candles. Christmas isn't for everyone. It's for non-Jews. Like Moshe said, we already had to pretend like Hanukkah is a major holiday when it barely matters just to make kids feel better. Even a (laughs) lavender bush rubs salt in the wound. Just fuck right off with that straw man shit. Straw man? (laughs) How did you... It's like a logical fallacy that he's bringing up. The straw man? Wait, I don't get the straw man reference. The straw man... The straw man is a is a logical fallacy that people like a, you know there's like a list of logical fallacies. Oh, and they're saying it doesn't make sense to get a lavender bush. A, a straw man is like uh, I think it's where you construct 
an argument that isn't actually applicable that it doesn't actually make sense so it's like it's like you're telling me i should get a christmas tree and i and i say to you like well why don't you tell you know a bunch of muslims that they're no longer allowed to uh worship in there at all and you go well, that's that's a fake argument you've just constructed oh, that I out of okay i am going to be googling it after this to make sure that that's kind of correct and if it's not we're going to be editing that out of the podcast all right so this person agrees with you okay well, he doesn't agree with me he seems angry too the, but both of these letters have been really angry i'm just saying we can learn from the spirit of christmas and infuse hanukkah with a little bit more but since that's so much more? pressure hold on, hold this on. is what i'm talking about since that's so much pressure to put on hanukkah why not just have a solstice like thing that isn't religious it's a it's a non-religious celebration but i at the end of the year i already don't you feel like that you need that I, but i already get the idea that the christmas tree isn't in innately religious but i think that people that make that argument not you the people in the comments and the in the emails we've gotten that make that argument are 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 being a bit naive about what religion actually is religion isn't just liturgical belief systems and what's in the in the canon religion is also all of the rituals all of the trappings that go and it doesn't matter that a religion absorbed other tradition every religion has absorbed other traditions and made it into a part of their own tradition but the idea that like oh its roots are not in christianity ergo you can have a christmas tree and it's not really connected to christmas the birth of jesus christ i mean it doesn't make any sense it's like i don't want to do fucking easter eggs too even though i know they're delightful passover is enough because even though the Easter bunny and colorful eggs don't have anything to do right. with Jesus' resurrection, they 100% have everything to do with it because they're there as a totem of signifier uh, of signification towards the ritual that the that the religion uh, that the holiday is about. No, Easter reminds me of Jesus's face. <laughs> really? It definitely feels like a very Jesus heavy holiday. It's so Christmas. Yeah. No, I'm not. That's a nice that. email. I, okay, I, I gave you that because it's nicer. Okay. Hello. I'm listening to your podcast and I'm realizing how non-traditional my holidays were. My parents were both raised Christian but considered themselves atheist agnostic. They sound cool. We had a close relationship with our extended family who were Christian, so they played the little Santa game. When I was five, I asked about Santa because I, too, was not a dumbass and thought it was incredible how he got around the world. My mom didn't waste any time and told us Santa wasn't real. See, that's so smart. Honestly, we didn't really care because we were still getting presents. Obviously, we started asking about Christmas and Santa, and that's when my parents kind of explain Christianity Christianity to us and why they don't believe in it. How old are they? That's so cool. They told us that we are free to believe whatever we want, and if there's ever a church or a seminar, etc., we want to go to, they'd be happy to take us. They explained the importance of respecting other people's religions, and I think it was a really good approach. I have a lot of respect and appreciation for other religions and enjoying holidays slash traditions with friends and family. I don't feel like I'm missing out. I actually feel like I'm enjoying all of them. I hope this adds some insight from the perspective of the child. I want to enjoy all of them, too. Me, too. I like going to Christmas parties. Every oh, year good. when we weren't in quarantine, there would be these holi- these Christmas parties that we'd get invited to. People would invite us. They'd be wearing their little Santa hats. I mean, aesthetically, there's some. I have some problems with the Santa hat thing, but I would. I like Christmas. I think it's beautiful. I like a Christmas Carol. I like It's a Wonderful Life. I like all that stuff. I. I have an idea. Tell me. How about since there's, we can only have some kind of tree when there's a pandemic. Because there's no parties to go to. So there's nothing to do. So like I could like I have to watch my kid all day tomorrow. Like I could like 
decorate the whole house as a Chris as like a solstice party. That would take up the whole day. It would be so fun. Honey, I will support you in doing anything that makes your holiday. I'm gonna come up with my own tradition. Meaningful. Thank you. I just cannot you will never get me to be stoked. I cannot be stoked. If I put little like birds' nests all over the living room, I'll you're be gonna be stoked. <laughs> Those have nothing to do with any tradition. Birds' nests, stoked. Tinsel, less stoked. Stockings, ee! ornaments. Somebody did recommend putting ornaments on the boughs of holly. We've already done boughs of holly. So you decked our halls. Open to ornaments on the boughs. I am open to you doing whatever it is that you want. I want you to be happy and have a meaningful winter time. But know that I'm very committed to being Jewish. I think it's I think it's a great religion and I really am enjoying it. I'm having a great ride. And uh, <laughs> I don't I don't feel Christian. I don't I, n- I don't it's not I don't I don't even miss being Christian because I never felt Christian. I mm-hmm. always felt like I was my own thing. I never felt an attraction to it. It always felt off, wrong. Like I'm looking at the clock. When's this going to end? When I was in Catholic school, like it, it, I was never, you know, like that kid said that they were became the best Jehovah's Witness on the other podcast, right? Like, that, deep, deep, deeply religious. Yeah, no like, one's talking about that, right? I mean, no, that obviously we're not. That's not us. I, I mean, my dad was deeply religious, and I somehow got through my experience with my dad. Your brother's deeply religious. My brother is a rabbi. My brother is a rabbi. And, and you're you're you know, you you have strong I have rules for yourself. My connection with religion I wonder if we're I going on too long, but my connection with religion, with my religion specifically, is not as much belief based as it is identity and his, history based. Uh, that's my thing. I, oh, I your spirituality it. is just based in history? No, my spirituality is different. My my connection to to Judaism does have elements of spirituality to it. But in terms of like belief system, like am I a big time believer in uh, the fact that that the Bi- that the the Bible was given to Moses on Mount Sinai? That's not a big part of my belief system. No, I don't I have no connection to that to that. But uh, am I a big believer? I am I you should we talk about my spirituality? My spirituality no, basically... No, we can take a call. We've got someone waiting for us in Florida. <laughs> Unless there's something you'd love to say. No, just, well, I mean, I already started. I might as well just say it. Here's what I think. I studied comparative religion in college, and I was very close, like a hair away from becoming a, 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 a religious studies professor instead of a comedian. And you know this about me. Well, I never knew it was a hairs away. I'm like, wait, is that you're like a you're like a professor? No, I wanted to be one, and I realized I probably wouldn't have been very good at research, and that I was what I really wanted to do was get in front of people and give lectures, which is what happened because of, with stand up comedy. But there was a there was a a divergence in my path, and at one point where I was either going to go to graduate school or I was going to commit myself to comedy, and I didn't go to graduate school, and here I am. Thank God I wouldn't be with you. I wouldn't have our kid. I wouldn't have this great life and uh, fun career. But um, but but. What what I think it comes down to is every religion – is this just bullshit? Who knows? Every religion is basically – if you take out the disgusting parts, are basically all saying the same thing. They're all this quest towards the same kind of goal, self-actualization, connection with something bigger than you, blah, blah, blah. Buddhism might be the one exception. It's It's got its own bizarre and kind of cool thing that it's doing that's a little outside of the – 
But all the rest of the religions are kind of saying the same thing. So for me, this is not for other people. For me, the realization was because all the religions are kind of getting at the same thing, I just am going to get there through my, my tradition. I'm just that's how I'm going to access that thing. I'm going to do it through the path that was that I was born into. That's so interesting because, like, I look at look at it the same way. Like, someone told me once, there religions are just windows onto the same thing. But I always think of it like I want to get, I want to learn about. Everything. You want to look through each window. <laughs> yeah, kind of. I like that too. I don't think there's anything wrong with that approach of like going everywhere and experiencing it all, and then creating your own thing. Because why? But I guess I guess what you mean is you sometimes need structure or something. I just think like tradition-wise, in terms of the topography and the choreography of my life, like my holidays, my calendar, my identity, like my main signalers of who of who I am in terms of my connection to spirituality, I mostly do that through my religion. But I've done it at various times through like hippie stuff, through AA. I've done it through other other directions. But when it comes to like, let me leap into this other religious faith. I've done meditation. I've done Buddhist meditations and and Hindu stuff and stuff. But when it comes to like, let me jump into another faith tradition, even if that tradition isn't overtly religious, it's not. I I don't feel comfortable. See, my mom met some guy at a bar when she was twenty two. She was Lutheran. She married him. My dad. Then she turned and she changed to Catholic one year later. Uh-huh. And then I'm born. I'm supposed to just like go with that. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, I just felt like, oh, maybe I should. Find your own way. Yeah. I think that's a good a good thing, too. I think finding your own way is great. I, I, I really do. That's not even me going like, but I found the right way. And that's what every, that's the problem with every religion. Well, just the idea that you should do whatever you were born into. That doesn't seem, that, I, I, that doesn't resonate with I'm me. not big on shoulds. I'm saying for me, because they're all. You liked it. That's good. That's, that's probably like a. Good karma. For me, it was like, because they're all filled with the same paths and the same truths, uh, why would I look elsewhere for what's, go- what's ever present in every faith? And, and especially in a religion, and because I'm, I'm so into history and the story of my people, especially in a religion that came so close to not existing anymore so many times because we uh, were almost wiped out again and again and again. So I'm like, well, why wouldn't I just stay within the stream of this thing, keep it alive and get what is available to me in every religion. There's joy in every religion. There's pain in every religion. There's lies in every religion and there's wisdom in every religion. My mom met my dad at a restaurant. Sorry, not at a bar. Did it have a bar in it? Yeah. It was a bar restaurant. It was a yeah. bar and grill. I'm just saying, I, I don't think she was like a devout Catholic. Yeah. 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 You know but you did I mean? go to Catholic school. Yeah. Well, well, oh, we got to go. People are waiting for us. We oh, have to I feel call bad. Them. All right. I want to read more of these emails. I feel bad because oh, we got so much right. wisdom. But yeah, let's take a call. Maybe we'll come back to this. Let's call Sam and Andrew in Jacksonville, Florida. Hi. How's it hey. going? What's so funny? Uh, we're a little delirious. <laughs> I'm sorry. We didn't. We got. It we st- got into a religious fight. Yeah, we started talking about Christmas again. We, we went down I the dark heard. path. Oh, sorry, sorry, guys. I'm uh, sorry. I know you're in Florida and it's late. We taped this podcast after 8:30 because that's when our kid goes to bed. So I know on the East Coast that's really late. At any rate, let's get straight to it because we don't want to waste any more of your time. I know you guys are. Wait, but you guys are in in Jacksonville. Yes. Aren't you guys addicted to methamphetamine anyway? You should be up. <laughs> it's the understand. one night a week where we stay sober. Oh, okay. You guys are crashing. 
Yeah. Okay, I get it. Sorry about that. <laughs> so tell us about yourselves. What's happening? Yeah, how can we help? Okay, so we've had a problem. Can, you guys can hear us? Yes, okay. we hear you okay. just fine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, so we've had a problem for a little bit. We moved into this apartment complex and it was super great. Um, it was pretty empty. People were still moving into it. And uh, it was great. And then we had a neighbor move in. Um, we now share a bedroom wall mm. with their bedroom wall. Oh, um, <laughs> <laughs> which, okay, like we've never, so they are active sexually, which is great for them. We're really excited <laughs> for them. I think people should be. Um, and at first, the first time that we overheard this, we were like, Ooh. Sure. like it's kind of like mildly exciting like i'd never heard that happen in real life before <laughs> and then uh but now you're and, watching like Br- great british bake off while they're <laughs> <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> natasha they they have sex like four to five times a night wow like, to the point where i think it it could be an occupation. I think it's like a cam girl thing going on here. Uh, well, that must make you at least feel a little more secure. Like, so they're not just like that horny for each other during the pandemic. <laughs> that is very funny. You know, because like, like you're having like bed death and they're just like, yeah. oh, like just fucking against your wall. Like, do we not feel attracted to each other at all? Anymore? Is this normal? Is that, is that what's normal? It really doesn't help you gauge uh, right. an average, really. So have, have you heard it today? Tonight? Uh, no, but as soon as we go lay down after this, I'm sure we'll get a show. So, okay. So what is the question? What should you do? How do we, so, uh, how, how do we ask them to stop ruining our sleep? Well, here's the thing. We, we, we don't want to tell strangers that they should stop having sex because mm-hmm. we, we don't think that, but we bought a white noise machine. We bought headboard to separate us from the wall. We're decorating in the area to try to dampen the noise. And at this point, I feel that there has to be, we can't sleep. Something's like, got to give. Well, first of all, I, I think you need to find out, is it like a, is it a professional situation? Because if it's their job, they're not, it's a different thing than if it's just like two lovers, you know, the same person. I totally agree. I, I don't know how to figure that out respectfully. Oh, I see. Cause yeah. Right. Okay. Wait, I have a question. Do you own, is this a condo or are you renters? No, no, we rent. It's an apartment. Now you said it was mostly empty. Is it now totally full? Pretty much. Yeah. What do you yeah, mean yeah. by pretty much? Like, like, every... I mean, we don't run the leasing office, but we're pretty sure from you our need... understanding is it's, it's, like near max occupancy you need to go to this is my strongest advice this will never change they're too horny yeah they will not stop fucking you know you don't know how hot they are i'm a subscriber it's really it's really there's something actually good. uh we we I, we've seen them oh and, and they're it didn't, then, it didn't, it didn't help. help. They're not as hot as you might like to imagine. <laughs> well, they're hot to each other. Okay. Oh, wait, yeah. so, so so they're so it's a couple. Maybe. I've only seen one of them. He said them, but we mean one. Yeah, okay. sorry. We've only seen Just, one. I, so this, the, the I, most prominent thing is the man. Um, he actually makes the most noise and it's really deep and boisterous and repetitive. And it's like I've never heard a man make a noise every time. Can you do it for us? 
Andrew? <laughs> <laughs> it's, no, he, it's more of an. He kind of like, he, yeah, he, he swings in with like a guttural, just like. Ugh. Okay. And she, whoever's over there That's... with him, because there is another person, is um. To to my knowledge, women don't feel that way. Wait, the noise? You're deciding that the noise isn't appropriate for a woman to be experiencing? Like you've no, you've interpreted I, I what the I noise just, means? I've never heard it. I, I, it sounds... Let's hear that it one. It just sounds so overboard. But I, I, I'm really happy for her if, it, if it's not... Is it a terrible idea to, to like put your bedroom in the room you're sitting in and then put all your other stuff... In the living room, like switch the. But rooms. then, when they're trying to chill out in their living room, they're going to hear this like guttural. Oh, no, by no, the way, no, because it's only happening at night. So the daytime, they could have silence, and mm-hmm. then you could be out here. Yeah. I don't know what your house situation is like, but if you get really desperate, it's like, what are, no. else are you going to do? How- Why would you not just move? Go to the leasing office. Say we want to be put on the list to move to a new apartment. Tell them the reason. And say we just want to tr- we want a new apartment, and then move your stuff. I mean, but it's a little rude to go straight to the leasing office before you even nicely say something to they'll the people. They'll never change. Yeah, you're probably. They right. will never change. Anyone who's doing that is like they're too horny. Yeah, that's the that's the challenge. Is like we've considered like maybe we can go to the leasing office, but then we're we're the only ones sharing a wall with them. So like they they'd be like, oh, these people on the other side of the wall are getting mad at our guttural did they seem, of passion. Did they seem dangerous? <laughs> no, no, no. They no. Seem we really, don't. Do we're they, not in that part of chill. Florida. Wait, does it seem like he might, but maybe might come to death? <laughs> that seems like a danger. Could, are you asking me if this could be putting his life in danger? Yeah, sound doesn't sound healthy. I'll tell you that right now. What's she like? What's the girl like? They don't know. Seen? They've never seen her. He's I'm not not uh, sure, but lot loud and high pitched. Um, mm-hmm, and that's mm-hmm. that's all we really know about her. So you don't think that there's any like. There's not like a nice way to. I mean, here's your the the only excuse that works in my in my like history of this kind of thing is saying that your baby needs to sleep. What? And like, if you could tell (sighs) them, but they can't tell them that. You should get a instead of a white noise machine, get a baby noise machine. But if you were like, no, but I'm I'm just saying like, whenever you tell people that your baby is sleeping and they're waking up your baby, they get they kind of like connect with you a little bit. I mean, obviously, sure, it would be nice for you to say something that is vague enough that you don't say we hear we know you're being pegged every night but specific <laughs> enough that they know what you're getting at um and give them a shot but what uh, sure you should do that that's what big big grown-ups do and then maybe looking into sa- sound dampening stuff but my i just think you guys have to move i think that's you have to find a new but place. But there's to a live. pandemic. It could be lasting another year. I mean, it's, this is not an easy time to get a place. I'm a new not place saying to immediately. Live. That's what I'm saying. Go to the leasing office and say the next apartment that opens up, we want to move. Is that is that a possibility? I mean, it, it's not my favorite option that we've that we've got on the. T- what do you got on the table? I mean, he's on the table right now, spread eagle, <laughs> getting pegged by this lady. I, I think that before we would move to an entirely different apartment, we would maybe move into the smaller room that is an office. That's what I'm saying. Move the furniture around a little bit because you know that is like a loud place at night. So that could just be that bedroom that you're in can be like a daytime office. That's a perfect daytime office. Make a cozy new bedroom Mm. across the hall 
maybe paint it, you know, a small space is really good. Paint it like a dark color, like just kind of go with the smallness of it. Make it just a sleeping pad and then make a beautiful office in this place. They're not fucking in the day, probably. So that's right. Okay, I love this now. Natasha's right. We actually live according to this in our in our real life. All of our hanging out is done in the rest of the house. Our bedroom is really mostly just a bed. It's a bed, a plug, a TV. There's a whole idea about that, that your bed, your sleeping space should literally be just for sleeping. And all of your living occurs in your living room and in your office. So I actually, I, I think that's brilliant, Natasha. Just put a bed, make it really austere. It's only for sleeping. It doesn't have to be austere. Make it however you want. But but if you if you had your your old bedroom become like a... a enhanced office then you could play music uh, the problem is you're trying to sleep and there's a white noise machine but if you had music on in there until you went to bed i think you'd be fine right make it your gaming room yeah we have really bad construction kind of surrounding us at all times and i have got sono speakers like right by the windows and i have playlists um and i just find that in the daytime when i'm working playing music can just be like you know and you don't have to make it too loud but and then at nighttime, you know, that's when you need to sleep. So make sure that it's a place that. Have you ever seen the? Were you, I'm sorry. I don't know. I'm just rambling, but I, I, I just feel you because I hate not being able to sleep, have, and I also hate not being able to work when it's like loud outside in the day. It yeah. fucking sucks. Well, here's an idea. Have you ever seen the movie Porky's? <laughs> No. no, it's an old school These movie. Are fresh young people, motion. They are fre- you're fresh and young, but you look like you might have gone into the coffers of vaguely pornographic comedies of the early '80s. <laughs> and <laughs> what they did in Porky's is they drilled a hole in the girls' locker room so that they could see their boobies while they changed. So one possibility, and I think this is legal, would be to drill a hole in your bedroom wall, set up um, a webcam. And then you stream it, and then you start making profit off of your discomfort, saving up enough money to buy your own place someday. I, I like it. You like I it? I think I think that could work. I think uh, I think any illegalities in it, we could just pay a lawyer at that point. Or it's Florida. It's probably not illegal, honestly. <laughs> but honestly, after Moshe said his point, I definitely think he's right that why confront those people? Why put yourselves in a weird position? They're not going to change. So you can either make it work, but at the same time, you still could as a backup do the thing where you tell the listing agent, like, let us know. But if you're not, maybe try this other thing. And if you need any design advice, let us know. Let me know. I'll help you. I mean, there is a classic technique of what you're supposed to do when you don't want to talk to your neighbors about the noise, but you do want them to be quiet. And it's, you get a broom and bang on the wall. And that's what you're supposed to do. I've definitely done that in my life. That's the. In- I, thought, I, thought I did it to that. Moshe today. That's the international sign for I don't want to talk to you directly. Mm-hmm. And you can when we see each other in the hallway, you won't. No one will discuss this. I'm gonna bang, <laughs> and then you'll know that I know that you're fucking. That's a good point. You could do that. Every, that's what probably what we would do. I actually I was just sleeping at a hotel recently, and uh, the person next to me, I was like. The walls must have been so thin. And I was like, what is that whoopee cushion sound? Like, I kept thinking a whoopee cushion was happening. And it, like after an hour, I was like, oh, he's snoring. And it was so disgusting to me. And he wouldn't <laughs> stop snoring. I mean, I'm assuming it was a man. And it was just like, 
it was just so long and it was so rhythmic and it was like driving me insane. I was like putting on music and this is like two in the morning. And so then finally I just like, bam, like I couldn't help it. And like, why? Why did I do that? Did he stop? No. Oh. He's sleeping. Oh. But like also like banging on a wall of like a hotel, that just seems like very, that's not who I am, I hope. Wait, really? That's definitely who I am. I mean... <laughs> You just bang on the wall. If someone's no, if they're fucking, that's almost different. If some guy's snoring, he doesn't even he's not even in control of it. What's he going to do? Wake up, get mad, go back to sleep and snore. I mean, look, we should let you go, but there are other options. Okay. You could say something like um like if you were British, you guys are from Florida, so this is going to be a stretch, but if you were British, you would say something else. Like that what they would do on the crown. They would go they would go, "I hope that you're enjoying the apartment next door. It certainly sounds as though you are. And then you'd walk away. And then they would know, oh, okay, they know they can hear it. And then they would adjust their behavior. See, that's why I want to move to England. I know. They're so much more civilized. They're always polite when they're being rude. I love the crown. I love that idea. Yeah. In America, should I write them a note? Yeah. I should write them a note no. with yeah. pleasantries. In America, they say like, I heard you grunt fucking. Stop. You know, it's like a different vibe. But you could welcome them into the building with a small gift to make them feel guilty. Oh, but then they're going to think you want to hook up with them. How about this? (laughs) This is a good idea. Welcome them to the building with a small gift, but in the gift can have some passive aggressive stuff like sound dampener cloth, a white noise machine, you know, somehow. I was going to ask, would it be rational for me to just offer to soundproof their bedroom? (laughs) Honestly, I'm I I don't dislike that idea. Is it possible? That's my question. Is it possible if you put foam thingies up? If you both put foam on either side of your of your walls, would it work? No. Here's the thing. Here's the thing that I've learned in life. Most people aren't cool. (laughs) And those people seem lame. Why? They seem cooler than you two. That's so rude. Four times a day. Four to five times a day. I mean, what are they doing? They're watching the crown. (laughs) (laughs) I want to put them on the phone. I should go knock. <laughs> <laughs> they go if you went and knock, they go, finally. Our message has been received. <laughs> it's we've been fucking four to five times a night for months now and they've never knocked. I don't know. When I've shared walls and lived in apartments like that, I am always conscious of like cause you kind of remember which walls face, you know, you're like, oh, that's where they are and that you know you kind of know so it's like well it makes us self-conscious about yeah our it's rude activity oh, of now. course of course Ew. see see what i'm saying you couldn't even say the word you say activity <laughs> seriously move your move your bed into that other should. room it's gonna look awesome i think here are your your options in order uh uh passive aggressive signal is pro you probably should do it a non-direct signal then move the bed then but but i actually think this idea of soundproofing if it's possible what if it was possible he's what he's not gonna let you come in and soundproof his wall yeah i guess you're right we could do our side see if it works if it dampened it significantly then you'd have your perfect passive aggressive thing you could be like hey just wanted to let you know we recently soundproofed the wall of our bedroom and it really worked it's a lot less quiet although we can still hear you if you wanted, we'd be willing to actually split the cost of it with you. And you never said anything about sex. And then, boom, 
passive aggressive message received go on <laughs> pinterest google put in tiny office bedroom get inspired i like it figure it out what it's gonna look like and just make it its own space for now and i mean we're spending so much time at home you have to make your home like a place you want to be and if if you're like being tortured at night and it's not going to change you, you got to like take control do you guys work from home i do yeah, I mean, a big bedroom is unnecessary, but a big office is nice. You can stretch out. You could put a little gym in there, too. You know, <laughs> something. And then you guys could run at night when they fuck. Oh, yeah. That'd All right, really well, good luck, you guys. Yeah. We love you. Yes, get, you some, so get some sleep. Now, I would say get some sleep, but you won't. Happy solstice. <laughs> yeah, happy solstice. It. Bye-bye. Thank you. Thanks. You liked my solstice talk, huh? I love your solstice talk. Should I, we read a couple more of these um, emails? Let's see if there's anything worth reading. Um, well, this I like. I got to say that I like this. Okay. Hi, Moshe one. and Natasha. Just watched today's episode, Jews for Christmas. And I love the call talking about how you guys will handle decorating for the holidays. I was raised Jewish and pretty much agree with everything Moshe said completely on this. <laughs> I could stop like, right there. You're like, I love this letter. <laughs> oh, this finally someone, someone, a smart person wrote us a letter. <laughs> You know, most people write though, and they do say, "I always agree with Natasha." That's I would say that was the, that's the primary thing I hear. Um, I, yeah. And he sent us a little picture of the of the winter thing that they do, and it's actually really nice, and it's somewhat vaguely Christmassy. I'm He's not into stockings. stockings. I don't like stockings. No, I mean, either. whose socks are those? <laughs> Why? What is what is that? Is that Santa's socks? Um, socks in general, I, I don't like it. Um, okay, so you know what? Let's call. We've got another person. Let's call okay. someone. Let's call Megan in Iowa because it's Central Time. It's getting late. Hello, hi, hi. Megan. Hey, dudes. Is hey. it hi? What's up? What's up, friends? Is what's it up? is it Megan? Megan, yeah. Megan. It's not. It's not, it's not Megan. It's Megan. Okay. Megan, I can tell you're going to be doing bits through this whole call. <laughs> I want to, I want to discourage that, you know. But you know, you got to be you. Do your thing, you know. Be yourself. Hey, Wait, it's so late there. You're like, you dress like you're ready to like a party. Yeah, totally. <laughs> or no, like, like, like a like. I feel like she's about to host a Zoom. Or something, like. <laughs> yeah, like a game show. <laughs> what What do you What do you do, Megan? For a living? Yeah. Um, I am an insurance analyst He's at a. Uh, at an investment firm, it's pretty boring, but you look cool, I though. look pretty hip, though. You do I know look, I look hip. Cool. Yeah, you look I dress cool. Up for you guys, you look awesome. <laughs> um, Megan, what's how can we help? What's going on? What what can we do? Okay, so I met this guy on the internet, um, on the Tinder, Tinder um, okay. because old it's school. it's a pan- yeah, very old school. Um, it's a pandemic. I'm lonely. I live alone, and it's kind of fun to make fun of people on there. Um, but this guy. Uh, <laughs> This guy like super liked me, which means it's a special button you push. Oh, that's know, a hey. that's a function on the website, not just how you're describing your relationship. No, no. Before you function. even meet it's, them, they're like, I super like you. Oh, my God. You get like one super like a week or something. And oh. I made the profile and I immediately had a super like from this dude. And I was like, well, somebody is thirsty, obviously. Sure. Um, and then we start talking and he's he's cool as fuck. We hang out a couple times. And then on the third date, in person, he's like, we hang out in person. Okay. He had a COVID test. I've sure. already had COVID. Gotcha. So we're like safe about it. Oh, bury the lead. Then- <laughs> <laughs> How was your COVID? Was it mild? 
Um, it was mild, um, but I still like my taste buds have changed. Like, I've heard of that. My, I, yeah. I can't eat spicy food and now I like pretzels and I hated them before. It, that's that's I've all I've heard noticed. That, I've heard that those are really so comorbid. Far. I've heard that a lot. It's actually really <laughs> no, sad. My, a lot of my, people, a lot of people come out of COVID really liking pretzels. It's really, it's kind of <laughs> fucked up. No, but my dad had COVID and his wife and she, for three weeks now, she said she can't smell coffee. You can't, they can't, they have no sense of smell. And I read that you could start thinking that you could start smelling coffee was like rotting meat. Oh yeah. They don't like the I've heard that too. That would be the ultimate bummer though. Yeah, that would suck Especially real hard. Especially if you, if, you like, if you like coffee. Well, the only thing worse than not being able to like enjoy coffee anymore would be starting to enjoy pretzels. That sounds like a living <laughs> hell. Sounds like a prison. That's If I stopped liking spicy food, that would suck. Ugh. It's not that I don't like it. It's just that it hurts so much. Like I ate a mild oh. jalapeno and like my lips got swollen. That is crazy. That is so yeah. bizarre. Yeah. So okay. So yeah. anyway, you guys got he got Sorry. tested. You've had COVID. It's left your taste. Yeah. Buds we scarred. we hung out. <laughs> we had a great time. The second time we ever hung out, we talked for ten hours straight. Like I've oh, never wow. done that with anyone. And That's we cool. were sober. There were no drugs involved. Sure. It was wild. Yeah. I'm just like, what is this? So I'm like, okay, this dude's cool. And um, kind of super, super open. starting to super like him. Super like, yeah. So I'm like, all right, I'm starting to super like him IRL. That's awesome. And I was pretty open about the fact that I'm like not religious, not necessarily an atheist, but not like really into organized religion as a whole. You're speaking my language. Why are you saying it in a Jewish accent? <laughs> it was actually You're Italian. You're speaking my language. <laughs> oh, yeah, I guess it is. Okay. So. Okay. So he, I like the way we had been chatting. I just assumed that he was like non-religious. Okay. Not a big deal, but he's like, by the way, I'm Muslim. Okay, mm -hmm. not a big deal. I just would like to say that uh, I'm not a xenophobe mm -hmm. at all. Mm -hmm. You <laughs> could have said he was Christian, and this call would have gone a lot Christian better. Christian is you. like way right. Christian's way, way worse. worse. But anyway, so <laughs> no, it's basically not. It's... no, it isn't. But go uh, ahead. Anyway, let's just say this guy's religious. Okay? okay, it doesn't matter what kind of religion. Okay, so we already I'm said like, which it was. <laughs> But, right. It's okay. I mean, it's okay. okay. Yeah, go it's ahead, okay. Go I'm, just, go ahead. I'm just saying it's a, it's a new thing for me because I've never dated anyone that was religious. In mm -hmm. fact, it's a deal breaker for me. So had had I have known, I might have not met uh -huh. this person. So I'm like, so I'm like, well, all right, you know, getting stopped in my old age. Let's try it out. And um, I googled I googled a bunch about you know Islam and and their traditions about dating and whatnot. And I'm like, okay this is different than how I grew up. Not a big deal. And then, so we had our fourth date last Saturday and before the date, I was like, okay, so fourth date, do you want to sleep over? I think that's a fair question. Sure. Like, yes, it is. We, and also we hadn't even like made out at that point. So I'm like, all right, tonight's my night. We're going for Italian. I'm getting fucking drunk. It's on. <laughs> Wait, do you usually go for Italian for sex? Is that <laughs> is the, the um, car? She's gonna splurge. Yeah. She's gonna have fun. Oh, you yeah. like like marathon sessions? You see, I would go sushi. So it's so like I'm peppy, but but Italian suggests you're gonna do it for hours and hours. You, you're gonna burn well, off the carbs. I wasn't thinking because I was so excited about like a possible penis being sure, in me again. Getting smushed. It's been a, it's been a, right. Um, 
So then I asked him to spend the night like in advance so he could plan or whatever if he needed to. And he's, he said, I wrote it down. I wrote some paraphrases. He said um, that he doesn't feel comfortable sleeping over because it's a side that his parents haven't seen and they would worry about him. By the way, lives at home, is 30. Uh-huh. Okay. okay. I mean, so so his so not only is he religious, but religion is very important to him or his parents. Well, I asked and I was like, do you like observe all the holidays and all that stuff? And he's like, yeah, but we're pretty chill about it. Like his sister married an atheist. So I'm like that. OK, that makes me. But feel what does that mean to him? Like he's still like in the shadow of his parents, you know? Right. And then uh, I as I read on the Internet, um, adult. Muslim children often live at home until they find uh, a husband or wife. Yo, I don't want that. Right, I've known this dude for three weeks, so I'm like, uh, no. Okay, another thing. He's never had a relationship. Mm-hmm. Never had a relationship. He's going to be 31. V, v dog. His... Big What's V. That? Big V. Is he <laughs> yeah. a big V? What's that? Is he a virgin? No, no, no. Oh. So he's not. he lost his virginity two years ago. Okay. So I'm like, okay, he's just he's just picky. That's cool. I'm like, well, he he's mistaken about me if he's picky. But okay, thanks, guy. But no, I, you stop that right now. I have a question. You, you beautiful COVID infected flower, you. I have a question. I when just you, want you to compliment my jacket again. It's a great jacket. When you guys talked for ten hours, what did you talk about? Were you just like watching Instagram? Well, the the, sh- the shudras, the prophet, some <laughs> no, of the great everything but religion. Towards the end of the night, I don't know how it came up. He's like, oh, you know, I'm Muslim, whatever, and I'm like. Okay. Did did you guys have a lot in common? Yeah, we have so much in common. Well, that's amazing. I mean, that's all that's important. And and sometimes it takes people a while to like break free of their family and, you know. But it's weird to me. And also all of his family lives within a two block radius of each other. That is kind of like, like, aren't you kind of inspired when you see that? You're like, wow, these people really like to be around each other. I mean, no, yeah. it's it's fucking weird. You this think? is, but this I is straight up. This is straight up classic Muslim immigrant culture stuff. Living at home with the parents is less weird. I feel like for an older Muslim guy than it would be if it was non-immigrant, non-Muslim family. I agree. I agree. Um, and living close to family. Because if it, if it was a, if it was a non-Muslim guy, he would just be a fucking loser. Like. Yeah, career line cook. Kind right. Of guy. This is, okay, we don't need to slam the essential <laughs> workers right now, but but yeah, no, like it's <laughs> in, in our support of Islam, we don't need to bring down the line cooks of the. We're watching Hell's Kitchen. We're pretty sensitive about that. Um, okay, difference between a line cook and a chef. Just want to throw that out there. Thank you. Okay, yeah, one is actually struggling to make ends meet. That's a, an important. That's an important argument for me. Okay, so so. What are you wondering? Should you stick with it? Well, I'm wondering, like, I understand this is a tradition and that he's, but I'm also like his first, I'm not his girlfriend yet, but like I'm no, his you're first. you're his fiance. Like, <laughs> yes, we went, we, went, we went, went right to that. Um, but like, I'm his first like girl that his parents know about. Um, and he's 30? He's 30. Um, I mean, it's old school. It's traditional. It's immigrant shit. It's so like, what's he been doing? I mean, so maybe most you know, I, you know more about this. I mean, I watched Rami and it was amazing, but I don't. You know all you need to know. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I, I haven't had 
I haven't had a lot of Muslim friends, so I'm I'm curious, like, what what do you mean by that? That means that like, what are they doing from twenty to thirty in high school in L.A.? Like, sure they're not fucking. Like, or I'm sure it was just like, wor- wor- I mean, listen, working? not not every Muslim is the same, not every immigrant is the same, but I'm sure. But you said it's classic, so it's I was it's like, like yeah, it's classic that you stay at home with the, your family longer than you would than you do t- traditionally in the West. He's probably I understand. Been- his, older sister, his older sister lives at home too, so I'm like, okay, this is a thing. Yeah, it is. But it's I, I sure understand that part, but then they can't also like. Fuck? It's not can't. It's like it's oh, they can. Well, his parents think he's a virgin. Okay, so they so, talk. He talks about his sex with his parents. He does not talk about sex, so they think he's a virgin. Oh. And my theory is that he doesn't want to spend the night here because that would imply he's no longer a virgin. But I think he just needs to like be honest because okay, he's had one night stands, which I mean, I think that could be morally wrong for a lot of religions or whatever. Sure, right. But he won't fucking spend the night with me. It just no, doesn't but, seem... But, it doesn't... It's weird to But me. it makes perfect know. sense. It makes perfect sense. It's not justifiable and it's not cool, but it makes perfect sense. So one night stand, you don't have to like... You don't have to... The problem is he's got bubbles and that's always bad, but religion encourages bubbles, right? Where you're like... I've got this part of my life over here in this bubble, which is my fun having sex horniness. And then I got this part of my life. Then it's over here. It's my religious family image of who I am bubble. And they, they try to keep them separate. And like, you know, and I understand that we, what, what do we do in the, in, in the, like we tend to want to integrate, right? That's like classic psychology to want to in, integrate, but that integration process is more complicated. I think in, in other cultures, but here's the thing you guys had, you have so much in common and you're clearly attracted to him. He's clearly attracted to you. You know, you could, ju- you could just take it slow, you know, like what he's going to tell you that every night, like maybe you kind of have well, to, I don't want him to be here every waking moment of my life, but like, you know, like one time and then it, I was just like, so put off by it. Like, what the fuck? Why? Is, well, you know what why? the fuck? What do you mean? You know why? You just it's have, because if you he's, wanna, from a, he's from a traditional family. I just like, didn't expect him to be like, well, my parents would think, would think this doesn't sound like me and would worry. And I I was like, okay, so did you tell your parents that you were out fucking random bitches? And he goes, no, I lied. And I said I was fishing. (laughs) And I'm like. In a way he was. In a way he was. Yeah. Well, you know what? You could be really honest with someone like that, especially someone you have a lot in common with and say, okay, well, you know, I don't really have time for that, but I'm really attracted to you. And when you're ready to fuck, you let me know, honey. That is a possibility. (laughs) Okay. So I wrote this email before. Oh, we did fuck. We did. Oh, you guys had sex. Again, burying the lead. We did. We did. It was good. Um, uh, um, it was. Uh, it was okay. I don't. It was um not bad. We'll just that. She's like, my bar is very low, so <laughs> it was okay. Yeah, no, so what's okay? My, well, let's get to the let's get to the kernel here. By the way, it's funny that you're on a Zoom. But um, that you're—I mean, maybe this will solve all your problems because his—I know his parents are. We are huge in the older retiree <laughs> Muslim immigrant of of Iowa community, so they might know by now. But um, uh, well, he doesn't have social media, thankfully. So, so wait. So what's your question? What do you? What can we? What can we help with? My question is, um, how can I respect his values and beliefs, but at the same time, like try to get some kind of compromise from it i mean like like how do i 
I guess I just want, I want him to be like more independent from his parents, especially at that age. And I just, I am trying to understand why. And I, you know, and I just, I just wish he would just be like, Hey, I'm going to go stay at Megan's house. They know who I am. They know where I live. They know that I have dogs. They know where I work. Like, okay. They probably know what I look like. They probably Googled my criminal record, which is I don't have anything. Fine. But here's your COVID you're, super spreader. You're very young and I'm I'm not. I'm 36. Okay, but, but hold on, hold on. His values and beliefs. He's very young. That's what I meant to say. Sorry. His his values and beliefs are not his own yet. He's just like doing whatever his parents have told him to do. So you're you're like, you're this mature person and you're like, why can't you be a self-actualized person who makes mm-hmm. all of your all of your choices for yourself? Well, he's not there yet. But if you want to fuck a cute little fuck boy who you have tons in common with during this like she, she I likes wouldn't him. call him I would I like him. I wouldn't call him a fuck boy. So so you <laughs> kind of you kind of maybe would have a relationship with him. Yeah. That, but I don't yeah, think anyone yeah. can make someone come to be self-actualized. Like they right. have to get there themselves. You're basically I You can at least tell him what you want from him. I agree with Natasha. You're looking at him and saying, why doesn't he react to his circumstances the way I would react to his circumstances? I who have not grown up in his circumstances. He can't do that. He's not capable of yeah, that. Yeah, have compassion for him a little bit too, because I do. Yeah. I also, do, but you could tell but him I'm that also, anyway. I'm also like selfish because I want to be spooned at night. I no, mean. I don't think you're selfish <laughs> I you. either. I think you're, you're you're not selfish at all. I think like yeah, and then he's just fucking her and leaving. That's annoying. No, exactly. It is annoying. What it you, is. I mean, he at least tries to stick around and cuddle, and then I'm like, you're too warm. You can leave whenever. Right, because well, then I just because then I just know he's not going to stay, and then I just get shitty about right, it. Right, right, right. So, that makes sense. Sharing so, a worldview with someone is so important, and like I know that Moshe and I both have in common that when we were like legally allowed to leave our homes and spoon other people, we left. Right? <laughs> like, I mean, imagine being thirty, being like, I can't, I can't do what I want because I, you know, it's. But that's who this guy is. So this right. is what I, this is what I think. But he's cool. He's cool with one night. It's just the thing. Forget is, I'm all of that. That's no, but who cares about that? Right, Every, it is. It's weird. But hey, it makes me feel icky. Yeah, but wait, it doesn't matter. Like, it doesn't matter. Uh, forget about all that. You know why he does that. You know why he's telling secrets because he's. I a, really don't know why he did that. Because he did that's that not because he he's ho- that's c- yes, because he's horny. He's horny and he's ashamed. That's why he's horny and he cannot actualize his 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 sexual. By the way, there's nothing wrong with having one night stands. I'll just go no, the there's by not. That. There's but not. I'm, but it but, just seems off character for him. I'm just saying. Right, you're like you're so religious. You want to please your parents. But just I just want yeah. to say, <laughs> forget your judgment of his sexuality. Because it's it's useless. You already you do know why he's doing it. He doesn't want to tell his family. He's got a weird thing with he wants to get laid like any 30 year old, 25, 28 year old would. But he's incapable of coming to his family and being like, I've got a girlfriend. I'm spending the night there. Well, what else would you do in that circumstance but have one night stands and lie to your parents? It makes perfect sense. Like, given given this. I'll just let me finish. Given the system that he's living in. Right. So you have to ask yourself what you want. And how worth it it is for you. Like, that's what it's all about. I've said this on this podcast before. Relationships are always like equations. Like, on one side of the thing is how much you like him. And on the other side of the thing is how how much you dislike these parts of him. And then it, the way to make that equation balance is to try to 
integrate communication into it. So instead of being like, you can fucking leave. I don't know why you do this stuff. It sounds like you guys, either you need to say, this isn't working for me. I'm out of here, which would be a very reasonable decision for you to make and say, I'm not fucking with this dude anymore. It's not worth it. Or you say, actually, I'm looking at the equation. He's so awesome in all these other ways that I'm willing to stick around and do the work to integrate this relationship. And the only way to do that is by blowing communication into the relationship and saying, this is what I'm comfortable with. This is what I need. I need you to change in this these different ways to make me feel valued and to feel you know honored and respected. If you can't do it, this won't work and I'm going to leave. Right now, it's like resentment fueling and shame fueling both of you. Right, because maybe he's using his religion as an excuse because his sister married someone someone who's an atheist. So but they're clearly not ready to it's get allowed. I know, but why can't he tell his right, mom that he's going to go like, spe- you know, he, he needs to, his mom's not going to disown him. If he's like, listen, mom, I met a girl. I like her. I mean, I'm she gonna... knows about me. So oh, yeah. does she so, think I'm, a, does she think I'm just a friend though? Is the thing like, I don't know. He what needs she... to, he needs to like own up a little bit. But I you think. need to find out all this stuff that is unspoken needs to become spoken. So that you can have all the information about the equation right now. You're staring at an equation and there's like all these giant X's all these algebraic X's and you cannot solve for X with that because you do not have the information that you need and the reason is is because you're using the insecurity that we all feel when we're dating somebody new to keep you from being really honest unfortunately you don't get the luxury with this particular guy of of doing that dance because usually you have kind of a shared culture where you can kind of do this fake non-communication until you're around each other long enough to unfold the communication you got to get on it now no no romance have a conversation about the ugly stuff so you can figure out if it's going to work that's what i think yeah all right well i mean he Go ahead. Sorry. I was, I was gonna we were going to say goodbye. Well, we were going to make you get off the phone because our producer told us it's been 20 minutes. Okay, perfect. But, well, but thank if you, you have another advice. question, you can ask. No, but what do you think? Do you think you're ready to have a conversation like that? Oh, for sure. I'm very honest. But um, my problem is I just I don't want to come off sounding bitchy. And I don't know if you can hear my voice, but everything I say sounds fucking mean. No, no doubt. <laughs> I've noticed that in spades. But um, I think one thing I would do is keep doing the research you're doing and maybe talk to another Muslim, find someone. I bet you could find one on like on Reddit and Reddit. Yeah. And find and, and get into a conversation with them. Like, here's my circumstance. Here's what I'm thinking. What am I missing here? You also have to gauge like how much he, you know, you believe him, you trust him. Is he into you as much as you are into him? If you guys are like really like you two against the world, that's one thing. But if you're like, He's already kind of cagey about other stuff yeah. and he might be seeing someone else and his profile still active on, you know, that then totally. that's like a totally different thing where he's using it as an excuse. Or yeah. yeah. So, you know, yeah. And he, that's and that's not the case. I know that for a fact. That's great. I, th- I like this idea. Talk to a Muslim, maybe find a Muslim woman but i don't know maybe it's a guy you need to talk to or talk to him say listen i want to learn more about about for, about who you are for sure and, that, and what you believe in or i don't know how, how no, you would say sure, it exactly I, I totally think you're right natasha i'm just saying I, I i share i sense in you that you're so frustrated with these things that feel foreign because they literally are these ideas yeah. and these uh, modes of behavior that feel so foreign that you're afraid you're going to come to that conversation with more judgment than you want. What you really want is yeah, communication, sure. not conflict. And so getting all the information, coming in armed with all the information you need to have that conversation. But by the way, maybe it's not worth it. Maybe you're like, you know what? This is too much work. We've gone on four dates. I, I need to go. 
That's legit. Yeah, I guess that's to be determined. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what? Get to know them the best you can. Try to have an open heart. Be compassionate. And, you know, hopefully the sex gets better. Yep. And by this time mm-hmm. next and year. And it'll be worth fighting for. And by this time next year, you're going to be married and in a hijab. And I can't wait to see oh it. Oh, my God. I'm here for it. Okay. <laughs> good luck. Okay, okay. Good luck. Thank you, guys. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Yeah, that's, uh, that is tough. That is a tough situation where you're living in. And you know what makes me realize? I'm pretty dang lucky that you... Uh, Agreed to marry you. Agreed to before marry you tell me you love RVs. No, that you that you were like so open to converting and for us to make a little Jew home. You know, I mean, look, well, I'm not that religious, so I probably make it easy. Your relationship to Judaism was one in which I could hang with. It's pretty hangable. If you were like, oh, um, I can't touch my light switch, and you need, I to- rip my toilet paper on Shabbat so that I don't have to. Wa- wipe with toilet right. paper rip. and yeah. our, our our going neighbor has to come over to light the fire on saturday probably no, I, I, I wouldn't have been in i hear you i i do hear you and that is not who i am you know who i am who? i am an open-minded fun-loving <laughs> child of the rave scene uh stand-up comedian great father great father good writer who loves you oh thanks <clears throat> i love you too <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>